Transformation Meditation Satsang Podcast with Sri. Who am I? Put your attention on space and know that space am I. Those were the final words that were spoken yesterday here in the Himalayas at our satsang. It has often been asked in many disciplines, spiritual practices, the question, who am I? Often one is told, you are told, to keep asking yourself that question, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? With the hope that the answer will come from within. However, the supposition in this very question, who am I, is that there is an I that I am. And for most people, when you think of who am I, or even when you first get up in the morning and the mind begins to function, whereas in deep sleep there was no sense that I was anything or anyone, but as soon as you wake up in the morning, there's a sense that I am this physical form, body, mind, senses, intellect, ego. This is my bed, my bedroom. Now I am awake and these are my thoughts and my thoughts are such that something will compel me to get out of bed in the morning, whether it's an alarm clock that went off or an urge to go to the washroom or thirst or a schedule that one has to meet, such as the many of life's responsibilities Maybe a child that has to be awoken to go to school or a pet that needs to be walked or just for yourself. You need to get to work and live out your life. So now this very person that says, I awoke, has become this form, this body, maybe with some of its aches and pains, this mind with its concerns, worries, doubts, maybe happiness even, that it's the start of a vacation or a day off, a free day. But whatever is predominant now in your awareness, in what you call your life, will come into your head. So you start to think these thoughts of all the things that you need to do. This will compel you to get up from bed and to begin your day, to have your breakfast, to make your phone calls, hopefully to meditate and do some of your hatha yoga stretches or walking, and then begin your day. So for most people, this sense of who am I is that one, the one that woke up in the morning, had all these thoughts, feelings, sensations, and began the day. 
For most human beings, this is all that they experience in their lifetime. This body-mind mechanism that they think that they are. So inherent in this question, who am I, is the idea that most people think, I am this body, I am this mind, I am this person with this life, with this family, with these credentials, with these qualifications, with this job. And as we all know, first thing at a party, someone asks you, is what do you do? They don't ask, who are you? They ask, what do you do? So what you do in terms of a profession, in terms of your livelihood to sustain this physical body becomes the most important, your qualifications. If you have high qualifications, MA, PhD, doctorate, MD, and so on, you might feel good about announcing who you are and what you do. If you don't have such qualifications and your job is not considered one of the highest status, you might not enjoy peop telling people what you do and various degrees in between that. So, therefore, the whole human existence is based on I am this body, form, qualification, person, personality, and this is what I do. And for those that begin the practice of meditation, we don't want to stop there. You don't want to live that life of gain and loss, pain and suffering, sometimes happiness, sometimes unhappiness, which is the total body existence. So in meditation, we start to inquire into who am I? Not to keep inquiring into who am I, but to actually inquire into what is this I that I have mistakenly limited to this body form mechanism, senses, mind, ego. So rather than asking who am I, we inquire into is there ever an I? Have I ever seen my I? Is there an I stamped somewhere on my forehead? Is there an I if you were to open up this body and you'd find it somewhere inside? Is an eye lurking in my throat? Is there an eye somewhere to be found? And we start to become aware that what I call I has just been in this machine, this body, skin, bones, blood, veins, arteries, organs, brain, brain and head, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, hands, arms, and what we say is in the head, the mind, the intellect, the ego or sense of I, is what we've called I, but there's actually no I there. It's just this compilation of all this material substance. And as we observe every night when we go to sleep, there's no I at all there, even as a physical form. You're in another state. You're in a deep sleep state. There's no mind engaged. 
whatever your qualifications are, whoever you thought you are, whatever your life situation was, it's gone for those five, six, seven, eight hours that you're asleep and not dreaming. When you're dreaming, of course, there's a whole nother movie, mental movie of who you think you are and whatever pictures or movies come into your head that you believe to be real while you're dreaming. But as soon as you wake up, you know that whatever you were dreaming was not the reality. Because now the reality appears to be this waking state. And then, when you begin the practice of meditation, you find out something else. This I that I believed was limited to this body-mind mechanism, ego, senses, intellect, can be now placed on the knower. There's one that is knowing. There's an I that is knowing all your thoughts, impulses, qualifications, life experiences, family members, friends, acquaintances, and so on. And that knower of your mind can now be realized that you are the one who actually knows your mind. You're not limited by it. You can change your thoughts. You can change your actions. You can change your qualifications. When you know the knower, you're no longer just a victim to whatever changing thoughts, ideas, feelings that come into your system. Because that knower that you are when you start to meditate on that I as the knower, as what I said earlier is called space, you start to expand your vision. You start to unfold a higher awareness, a higher knowledge of yourself as sky, as yourself as space as if almost looking down on this human form, body, mind, intellect, ego, mechanism, with all of its thoughts and concerns and worries and doubts and joys and happinesses. And you see it for what it is. You see it clearly now. You see that you're not that I that woke up in the morning. In fact, you as the knower never woke up, never went to sleep, never changed. You've always been that knower. And in meditation on that knower, on that I alone am, you start to experience the freedom that you are, the free being that is vast, that is infinite, that is just soaring in space, and operating through this physical form mechanism, moving your legs and your arms and the light shining into the intellect. So it's all the creation of that very knower, of that very space, to manifest as this perfect physical form that can do so much, that can think so much, that can feel so much, that can live so much and interact with other people, love people, that can achieve so many wonderful creations so all of that is intact 
all of your greatness remains. But all of the negativity, all of the worry, fear, doubt that's also inherent in this physical existence no longer has to be engaged in, no longer has to be given more energy to all of that because you haven't changed even when these thoughts are changing even when your life situations change sometimes they go your way sometimes they don't but you haven't changed you as that knower remain eternally free so this is why it is essential to inquire into who am I and to know the answer that I am that I that is free, that is pure, that is forever. That I does not change through all the states of consciousness that you experience in 24-hour day. Whether you're awake in the waking state, whether you're asleep in the deep sleep state, whether you're dreaming in the dream state. You are the knower, which we also call the fourth state of consciousness the Turiya Avastar, state of realization, the state of your own being. It's not like you have to find it somewhere or create it because when all else is just left to settle and the attention's on that knower as you, then you become aware of what is left, what is always there that is samadhi, the even state of your intellect. Sam meaning even, di meaning intellect. So now your intellect remains even because you're knowing it, you're watching it. You're not riding the waves up and down. You're as, as if just being the water the water appears to rise up and down to create bubbles and foam but the water is always water it becomes an iceberg, it becomes steam but H2O water is always water you are always pure consciousness you are always pure bliss you are always I am I, eternal and free so taking the time in daily meditation practice taking the time to listen to this recording to listen to the sound of these words that's the first stage to hear about it shravan listen with that inner ear with that ear of highest intelligence which knows who you are already then do manan thinking about it, contemplating about it, taking these words and making them your own throughout the day. Then the third stage, Nididhyasan, is meditation. Because in that stage you become that which you've heard about, that which you've been thinking about, and now you're just knowing it directly. The leap that you take into meditation at the highest stage is that you are that knower 
and it's only that knower that can know the knower. So if you try as hard as possible with your mind to know the knower, the mind can only take you so far. But when you get free from the mind by putting the attention on that knower, on that I, as space, then the knower knows the knower, the space knows the space, the being knows the being, and that being or space is vaster than the sky. It alone is everywhere. It is the very consciousness from which all the waking state figures, which all the dream figures appears from. And the clue is deep sleep, because in deep sleep it all disappears. So then why do you say that when you wake up, these are my thoughts, this is my life, this is me, my personality, when every night in deep sleep, for some time it's all gone, which is really the reality, deep sleep or waking state. I say neither is the reality. The reality is you alone are through all the states of consciousness. You alone are pure. You alone are free. You alone are forever. So adding this meditation, inquiry into I, to your daily life, will unfold this consciousness, this fourth state, which is already there at your core which is already your essence. And then the life can be lived with more joy, with more peace, with more balance and equanimity because you see it all as a great show, a great play of your own existence and everything becomes a joy. You wake up, the breath in the morning, the air is a great joy. You sit to meditate, it's a great joy. You have your breakfast, it all tastes wonderful. All the creation of nature's sustenance, all the wonderful fruits, vegetables and grains that are available for you, the great abundance of your life and everything is appreciated and loved for as it is because you're not just focused on the mind which is up and down, which is wavering, changing. You're focused on the very life, on the very breath that you are. So as you breathe, you watch your breath in and you watch your breath out. And especially watch it if it should pause at any time and that kumbak, that pause of the breath, you just are as that I, eternally pure, eternally free. So throughout the day you can watch the breath and see the beauty, the bliss and the wonder that's everywhere around you in each moment. Amaram ham, maduram ham is the answer to who am I.
because it says, I am immortal, I am blissful, Amaramham, Madhuramham.